Well, hey there. Welcome to the People Gardener podcast. I'm Rhonda Delaney, your host, also known as the People Gardener. Thrilled to put this podcast together to help small business owners, new business owners, frustrated business owners, and aspiring leaders, whether they're inside business or outside. Each week, we bring you some actionable steps so that you can actually improve your skill as a leader. That's what we're about. We're here to help you become a better leader by giving you access to lots of different perspectives. The guests are varied. We're thrilled to have them. Get out your pen, get out your paper, and be ready to learn. Every single episode, you're going to be able to take something away that you can implement. Are you ready? Let's get to work. So we are on the second of a series of five podcast episodes that are going to lead up to the workshop series that I have coming up here starting July the 6th. Make sure you get on the wait list. I am going to be opening doors in a couple of weeks, but the wait list is rondadelaney.com forward slash wait list. This series of workshops is all about helping you really show up and understand how to work with your team and get better results when you're there, especially when you're not there. It's nice as a business owner to be able to leave and feel 100% confident that your team knows what they're doing, knows what the expectations or the agreements are, and they're happily doing them because they have everything that they need in order to do it. So today I want to talk about feelings. <laughs> and so many people feel like this is a squishy subject and they're thinking that feelings shouldn't be part of it, that you need to leave your emotion aside. Well, I'm here to tell you that we as humans are emotional beings and the trick is to embrace the emotion and learn how to harness it so that it's being utilized in an effective way. I posted today on my social media a quote from Melissa Hughes. Now she was on episode two it was all about gratitude, absolutely an episode that you need to listen to. She's a neuroscientist, and she's my geeky neuroscientist friend. I absolutely love her. Get on her mailing list because she, every Friday she sends you neuro nuggets and just some really interesting insights on how the brain works. And uh, yeah, a lot of that brain work we don't even know is going on, and yet it is influencing how we see the world and how we react and what it is that we do. Anyway, her quote was, never have we had a greater opportunity to connect and never have we been more disconnected. Vital to your team's happiness, to your team's productivity, to your team's engagement is connectedness. 
they need to feel connected to you. They need to feel connected to the company. They need to feel in alignment. And what's happened with a lot of the technology over the years that has come out, it has created almost a transactional conversation rather than a connected conversation. It's all these short little sound bites, people using the least amount of words and even not even spelling full words, using maybe using emojis, but you get it all the time. R U and it's the the letter R and the letter U instead of spelling out R U. I happen to be, you know, just about 63 years old. I am old school. I spell everything out. And yet my kids, they laugh at me because it's like, seriously, why go to that effort of spelling it out when you can do it differently? But what's happening is we're losing the ability to have meaningful conversations because we're so focused on getting stuff done quickly, moving it off our plate, moving it along. And so we're missing the component of just getting connected with people, having a conversation about life and showing our feeling and emotions. Something that I do regularly, I use the voice part of an app. So in Instagram, in Facebook, LinkedIn, you have the option of doing voice. And even in LinkedIn, you have the option of doing video. I haven't tried the video. I'm not even sure if it's part of Instagram and uh, Facebook. The response I get from people when I do that is, oh, it was so nice to hear your voice, or it was so nice to see and hear you in the video. I know for myself, I'm a pretty direct person. And when I only use text, when I only use words, often the feeling I am not skilled enough in the word to get the feeling across. But when I can share it with my voice, that feeling comes through. When I share it in a video, that feeling comes through. So you have a greater context of the words and there's less opportunity for misinterpretation, less opportunity for offense. So let's talk about feelings and sharing your feelings. Another gal that I had on my podcast, Dahlia Feldman, she wrote the book, Dare to Lead Like a Girl. She was told in corporate that she just wasn't going to get very far because she was emotional. She had no problem sharing her tears. And it wasn't a ploy. It, that's how she felt. And she was okay expressing her emotion. And I got thinking the other day, there's a lot of support for different segments of the population when it comes to leadership, different sectors, I guess you would say. Something that I haven't seen is supporting the male who, let's be, you know, gross generalization. 
tend not to be as as free with their emotion and their feelings as women. But I haven't seen any the kind of real pointed support for them in helping them to show their emotion more and and show their feeling more and understand that it's a good thing. It's a necessary thing. It's part of connecting. I don't know. I might be just in this bubble where I, I don't see it, but I get a lot of information from the different social media channels, from the different books and things. And it just, it's, it's something that I want to make sure that it's available to everyone to understand emotions are part of who we are as human beings. It's what makes us special. And sharing your feeling, sharing your heart, that is a beautiful part of leadership. Helping people to understand who you are as a person, to share when something has touched you, when something has made you angry, when something has caused you to be confused, being open about sharing. I'm, I'm sure you've all heard of emotional intelligence. It's really understanding and putting uh, context to the feelings that we have and understanding how we can acknowledge those feelings and use those feelings in a very productive way. It's regulating ourselves, our thinking, what our words are saying, what our actions are doing. We need more connection. And I think that's why this quote really uh, resonated with me today. We need to have the conversations about how are you feeling? What is it that you're doing? Where is it that your family's at? Hey, what are you on the weekends? Just really getting to know people at the heart of who they are so that as a leader, you can facilitate their growth. You can help their journey inside the company. You can make sure that they're put in positions that really speak to who they are as a person. So feelings, they're beautiful. They're, they're big, they're loud, they're quiet. For me, <laughs> feeling it's big and loud. It's not, it's not quiet. But there are people who have just as intense a feeling, but in a quiet way. So how do you identify your feelings? Are, are you in touch with your feeling? How are you seeing feeling in other? Are you actually open to people sharing their feelings? Or are you putting up walls because it makes you uncomfortable? We need to be comfortable with humanness in all its forms. And the, the neat thing is you don't have to agree with somebody 
to appreciate their feeling on a subject. Just let that sink for a minute. You don't have to agree. You don't have to like what is being presented. But as a leader, you need to be open to giving them the opportunity and the space to share those things. You need to respect those ideas, those thoughts, those feelings. You need to acknowledge them. And ag agree to move on. Thank them for expressing them. Because what happens is the more often someone can share their thoughts and share their feelings, share their ideas, the more likely that they are to bring something up when it's really important to them. When you are willing to share your thoughts and feelings, share things that your employees may not necessarily agree with. Lead by example. Get in there and be okay with it being messy. <laughs> it's okay for it to be messy. As long as everyone understands their responsibility in managing how they respond and understanding their response and being able to identify and define the feeling that they have. I happen to be somebody that's open and I love communicating and interacting with human beings. I love, you know, talking with human beings. I, I, yeah, I think I can say most people would know very, very quickly how I feel about a particular subject or what I believe. That isn't the case with, with everyone, and I think it's something that I've learned. But there's no question that there are times where I say nothing. I don't share. I can remember people <laughs> in corporate going, oh, Rhonda, you just, you, you're just so courageous. You just say what you think. And I used to tell them Darling, if you knew how much is still in my brain that I don't share. Because there's no upside to sharing it at that point in time. There might be down the road. But understanding that just because we think it doesn't mean we need to say it. Understanding that feeling inside us. Are, are we just trying to be right? Or are we trying to advance? the cause, the, the philosophy, the values of the, the company, the project, whatever it might be. You need to be aware of those things. So feelings are something that every leader needs to work on. Every leader needs to become really clear on recognizing the feelings. They need to be really open and embrace that they need to share those feelings because the more your team can understand 
all of your feelings, all of your nuances, the better they are able to give you feedback that is going to help make decisions and help move things forward. They also learn how to give you information in a way that you receive it best. Don't expect them to be mind readers. Don't expect them to be heart readers. They need you to give them that information by how you conduct yourself. Feelings are a huge part of leadership and you are in control. You are making the decision about what you feel, how you feel it, how you share those feelings, and when you share those feelings. It's important that you be purposeful, that you be intentional about presenting those feelings. Because the more comfortable you become doing that, your team is going to mirror. And you want to encourage everyone to share how they're feeling. Because that's how you get clarity. It's also the way that you stop so many things from becoming these huge mountains that create major trauma and unrest in in the business. So that's it for this week. I am excited about these workshops coming up. Hey, I do have a new freebie. It's 25 ways to be interested. This being interested is definitely, you can bring that into the feelings and the components. People will learn who you are much better when you're showing curiosity and interest for them. So it's rondadelaney.com forward slash workbook. And again, the wait list for the workshop series that's coming up July 6, 8, and 11 is rondadelaney.com forward slash wait list. Have a great week. That's it for this week. We'll talk to you again next week. Well, now, wasn't that informative? Thanks so much for listening to the People Gardener podcast. Please feel free to follow me on Instagram at the People Gardener and also on LinkedIn. It's Rhonda Delaney on LinkedIn. If you haven't already downloaded my 25 ways to be interested, the core foundational element of leadership. Go to rondadelaney.com forward slash workbook. It's a workbook and a challenge. Thanks so much again for listening. We'll see you again next week.